Discover how you can live a glorious and supernatural life through the teachings of Reverend Dr. Kwaja Boatenbempa. Reverend Dr. Kwaja Boatenbempa is the senior pastor and visioneer of Holy Hill Chapel, Assemblies of God. An anointed, energetic, and practical teacher, this servant of God will inspire you with practical teachings of the Word of God that will inspire, refresh, energize, and bring healing to your body, soul, and spirit. Now to today's message. We recognize Jesus as the owner and the builder of the church. That is why we praise him. Church, let's put our hands together and honor the Lord. And we also want to thank God for our father and mother's life. Let's celebrate God for their lives. We are told in James 1.17 that every good and perfect gift comes from God. And therefore, if anything good happens to us, we want to take time to recognize God, to acknowledge him for that. And as we do that, he keeps doing more in our lives. And so in this morning service, we have two of us here to share their testimony. Church, help me. Let's welcome Sister Francisca to come share her testimony about prophetic declaration releasing scholarships for her. Put your hands together for Jesus. Supernatural great. Kindly help me appreciate Jesus who is the owner and the builder. And I thank mommy and daddy for this opportunity. Um, my name is Francesca and I would like to share a testimony of um, prophetic declarations releasing scholarships. Um, so I completed my HND in the latter part of 2022, and then I had my graduation in the early part of this year. And in order to get a bachelor's degree, I had to do a top-up of one and a half years. So I applied again to the school, and I didn't know how I was going to pay the fees, but I believed God that when I took a step, he would come through for me. And back when I was doing my HND, I applied for a scholarship to my municipal assembly in both my first and second years, but I didn't get it. But by the grace of God, in my first semester of my top-up, both scholarships came through, and they'll normally respond to just one, but by supernatural favor, both two scholarships were granted, and... I was able to pay my fees for the first semester. And I again applied to the municipal assembly for sponsorship for my second semester. And I prayed earnestly, and I also believed that these declarations on prophetic, I also believed that these declarations on scholarships. And also, by some miraculous means, there was a communique that the school wants to give scholarships. And my school has never given scholarships before. That was the first time. And so they said interested applicants should take advantage. And so I applied. And I had even forgotten about it. So a month later, I received a call that um, I was shortlisted for an interview. And that was the very day for the interview. So I wasn't even prepared. So I just went there, and it was just a friendly conversation, and that was it. So 
Before um, the deadline for course registration, um, the one that I applied to the municipal assembly, I received it. Um, normally, they just sign a check for 1,000 cities, but this time around, they gave 1,500. And, and also, um, a week to our exams, the second semester exam, the one I applied to the school, I also received it. And as um, I testify now, I've been able to pay for my school fees. The next semester one has also been taken care of. And the school even owes me about 40% of the fees. And so I want to give glory to God for this marvelous All this happened because a prophet of God spoke and she believed. This morning, if you are going to believe the word of God, you shall also receive your testimony. Let's give Jesus a resounding clap of praise as we welcome Brother Wesley. Brother Wesley is also thanking God for supernatural intervention in his academics. Supernatural Good Church. No limitation. I want to thank Jesus, the owner and builder of this church. And also, I would like to um, honor our father and our mother for this great opportunity. So, my testimony is supernatural intervention in my academics. So, on the 6th of June, um, it was a Tuesday service, communion service. I was sitting at the last end over there. And Bishop was like, um, the Holy Spirit... Um, is leading me to call out people who are going to face a panel. So I went because I was surprised because the following day was my defense. So I came in front and Bishop laid his hand on me and he said, um, favor, may favor locate you. As you go, favor will speak. So the following day I had my mantle on me and I went there. So while they were calling people to go, and it was my turn, I prayed, and I wiped my face with the mantle. So when I got to the um, defense room, there were about three lecturers. They are all my lecturers. After I was done with my presentation, one was like, oh, you, you didn't sit for research method class, so you are not graduating, but you are going to sit in my class, write my exams before you graduate fully. So I kept quiet and I was praying within myself. So when I came home, the following day, I think I was doing some cleanup and I was playing some gospel tunes. So I was dancing. I was dancing. So I checked my WhatsApp and my dean of students asked me, Wesley, have you checked your mail? I said, no. He said, Prof has sent you an email. And the email reads, um, I have checked my records. Wesley Graham can graduate because he was in the research method class throughout. So, I want to thank Jesus for this opportunity, and by December ending, I'll be graduating successfully. Wow. The same lecturer who said you cannot graduate, now turn back to tell you are going to graduate to the glory of God. Check for all these amazing testimonies. Let's celebrate the Lord. Give him all the praise. Give him a shout in Jesus' name. Psalm 149 says, Praise ye the Lord, sing unto the Lord a new song, and his praise in the congregation of the saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in a dance. 
Let them sing praises unto him with timbre and harp. The Lord take a pleasure in his people. So when God see people dancing, jumping, but we like to look like executives in church. Because we are pleasing one another. Who is standing on my life? Who is standing on my right? Who is standing at my back? But let them be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the higher praises of God. Unfortunately, when God lifts us higher, we lower our praise. And a two-edged sword in their hand to execute judgment. It's wrong to go to church and stand there. You are not moving. You are not dancing. That's not Thanksgiving. I want to see everybody dancing. Thank you. you see, to you it may not mean anything, but to God, it means something a lot. The Bible said David danced with all his heart. And look at it. Somebody criticizes dancing, and God cares her. All the women in the Bible who were barren gave birth, except one. Her name is called Mecca. Why? Making mockery of somebody dancing in the presence of God. I don't know your theology, but let me raw Bible believers. I want to see you dancing, shaking, and as you are doing that, depression is living, cases have been broken. So look for a handkerchief. If you don't have, remove your duku somewhere. And let's begin to dance and praise God. Don't look at the one standing with you. Folk face your God. You know what the Lord has done for you? He delivered you from accident. It is something strange to you. So, Thanksgiving is dancing and praising. Somebody handkerchief, handkerchief, wave. Hey. Sing unto the Lord and new song. Sing unto the Lord. All the earth, sing a holy song from your heart. Oh, hallelujah, the Lord is saved.
John chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Now, we've been fasting for 25 days now. Um, so those of you whose fasting anointing is going on hibernation, make sure for the last week you are going to be able to do that. And our theme is change of story. How engaging God can change a man's story. There is nobody sitting in this room who is without a change of story testimony coming close to God encountering the word of God has changed witches and turned them into preachers it has turned armed robbers into accountants it has turned rapists into children's teachers by coming into contact with the word of God John chapter 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the same was in the beginning with God. 
And he says, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. So all of us are made by the word. Everything you see in the world, the beauty, the glory is made by the word. That's why when society pushes the Bible aside, they start getting corrupted. And so the title of my message is God's word changes people's stories. God's word changes people's stories. The Bible is a living force. And there is something unique about it. Yesterday I was watching a video. A car was in flames. The car caught fire. And after the car bent, 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 they went inside the car and they brought the Bible out. The Bible refused to burn. We have seen many, many houses burning. By the time the fire is quenched, you get inside, God's word is not burned. Because it's not just a book, it's a living epistle. God's word is reliable, ever dependable, and eternally functional. Nothing in this world changes lives like the word of God. Nothing in this world changes life like the word of God. So every day, as you go to church, you are listening to preaching. Sometimes you may think that maybe the preacher is joking. Even if you say that the preacher is not a good preacher, once he's quoting scriptures, something is changing. Because it has nothing to do with the English-speaking ability of the preacher. It has something to do with the scriptures that have been released. So God's word changes everything that comes into contact with it. Anyone that comes into contact with the word changes from bad to good and from good to better. So it's not only for those who are bad. Those of us who are also good. Because there are levels in life. Levels of blessings. Levels of engagement. So the more of the word, the better your life becomes. God's word came to Abraham. And it changed his life. From an idol worshiper to the father of faith. Genesis chapter number 12. Verse 1 to 3 we are told. And the Lord spoke to Abraham. He said, get thee out of thy father's house. Leave that mundane life. Go to the place where I will show you. That's God's word came to him. And the Bible said he told him, if you follow the word and you engage, I will make you a great nation. I will bless thee. Make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. And the Bible said in verse 4, Abraham departed. He followed the direction of the word. He followed the direction of the word. And today, in Romans 4, 12, we are told, Abraham is now the father. Of all faith. I was thrilled when I went to Jerusalem. And then in Jerusalem. In one place. The Muslims are there. The Christians will also go there. And the Jewish people are there. And everybody is claiming Abraham as a father. He said the father of circumcision to them. Who are not of the circumcision only. But who also walk in the steps of the faith of our father Abraham. Which he had been yet uncircumcised. No, so how can a man, just an idol worshiper, has now become a global celebrity? The Muslims call him Abraham. The Christians call him Abraham. And everybody is trying to have some paternity connection to one man. Why? The word of the Lord came to him. And he engaged the word. And his destiny changed from an unknown personality to a global celebrity. So anytime you engage the word, Sometimes we are in the church, but we are not engaging the word. People are holding the Bible, but they are not living according to the Bible. The Bible is a living book. We live it. We don't only receive information from it. We live it. And when you live your life according to the Bible, the blessing according to the Bible will be your portion. 
This morning as you are hearing me, and I'm speaking the word, may every blessing connected to the living word become your portion in the name of Jesus. God's word came to the little boy Samuel from a barren woman and turned him into a nation's prophet. First Samuel chapter 3, verse 9 to 19. The Bible tells us Samuel was sleeping in the church and the word of the Lord came to him. Samuel, Samuel, the boy didn't know what to do. For the third time, prophet said to him, Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he called thee, answer, here I am. Then Samuel responded to that word, and the Lord began to give him revelation after revelation. And because he obeyed the scriptures, he became a nation's prophet. No matter how bad your story is, just get into contact with the word. Just get into contact with the word. Hearing it, processing it, it will change your mess into a miracle. In John chapter 2, verse 5 to 11, the Bible said there was marriage in Canaan. Jesus was invited. Actually, the mother was invited. And he said, hey boy, come along. Let's go. And while the ceremony was going on, something bad happened. The devil wanted to disgrace them. The wine got finished. And Mary said in John 2, 5, very, very, very important. He said, whatsoever he tells you, do it. Whatsoever who tells you, the word. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the living word. Jesus is the walking word. Jesus is the speaking word. Whatever he tells you. And Jesus said to them, can you pour water into these dirty vessels? And then they pour the water and immediately. Every time you are in trouble, what you got to be looking for is God's word. If only you can catch a word from scripture. If only you can hear an audible voice, whether from scripture or from audible voice, and you do it, your life will always turn around for better. So we need to pay more attention to the word. No matter what you are going through, God's word is the solution. God's word is the solution. Now, what is the worth of the word? What is the value of the word? The word is as the same as God. That makes it too powerful. God's word and God, they are one. God and his word are one. So when you obey the word, you are obeying God. Number one, look at these five points. God's word is creative and God is the creator. So God creates and the word also creates. Genesis 1, 1 to 3. The Bible said that the world was without form and void. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness has covered the face of the deep. And the spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the earth. Now, this is where they change to please. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God said. So creation, creation, what was bad, turned into good. At the word of the Lord. And then Hebrews 1, 3 tells us. He said, who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself paid our sin, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. So God and his word is one. If God can create, the word can create. Today, in case there is anything absent in your life, as the word is being spoken, 
That thing they cut out of your body, a new, a brand new one shall be created in your body. I see many people that came to church at the sound of the word. Oh, pastor, they've cut one of my tubes. It doesn't matter. You can get a brand new tube by listening to the word of God. God's word is creative because God also creates. So whatever God can do, his word will do. That's why you got to pay attention to scripture. Number two, God's word is a spirit and God is a spirit. The word is a spirit. John 4, 24 tells us God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And look at John 6, 63. Wow. John 6, 63. He said, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Wow. That's why. You can come to church, nothing is working for you. But after a preacher, whether they lay hands on you or not, whether they pour oil on you or not, whether they lay, it doesn't matter. The word, the word has power. It's a spirit. That's why the Bible says that God's word is quick. It can penetrate through the bone, through the marrow. You have cancer. The cancer will disappear after the preaching of the word. Because the word is like a scalpel. It can enter into a place where the doctor cannot enter. So many impossible situations, many medically incorrectable situations, situations that cannot be corrected, were corrected when people heard the word. So you need to expose yourself to God's word by reading, by listening, by coming to church. You need to expose yourself to the word. It is a spirit. It can go where you cannot go. It can go where your car cannot go. Maybe probably you are sitting in church in Ghana. You have something to deal with in America. As I'm preaching today, God's word can jump from Ghana and travel to America without sitting in KLM. It doesn't need transportation. It is a spirit. It can go. Now, in Matthew chapter 8, verse 8, a man came to Jesus and he said, I have a problem in my house. And he said, Lord, don't come to my house. Stand here. Speak the word only and my servant will be healed. And Jesus did exactly that. And the word went to that man's house and brought a turn around in that situation. Today I speak over your office. I speak over your house. I speak over your family members who are somewhere far away from you. In case they are in any situation that you cannot reach out to them. I declare, may the word of the Lord locate them and bring a major change in their life. Number three, God's word is light and God is light. God's word is light and God is light. John 1, 1 to 5. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The Bible said nothing was made without him. Now when you get to verse 5, let's read 4 and 5. It's so nice. In him was life. And the life was the light of man. The verse 5 said, the light shineth in darkness. Today, the reason why people are sick is because of darkness. The reason why people are broke is because of darkness. The reason for problems is because of darkness. Because darkness depicts problems. But the Bible says that the word is light. The light shineth in darkness. And darkness cannot comprehend it. Darkness cannot find. You know, so when you check your life, any area where you are struggling, go for more light. If you are sick, you see, the word of God is departmentalized. So there is the word of healing. There is the word of faith. Don't generalize them. 
you are sick stop reading magazines go into the scriptures and find out what the bible says about healing and when that revelation enters into your spirit you will come out of that sickness you are broke get into the word don't be a general practitioner get into the word and find out what the bible says about prosperity when you get that revelation you will come out why it is the light that causes darkness to depart to every darkness of poverty over your life every darkness of failure over your life may the light of god shatter that darkness in the mighty name of jesus first john 1 5 first john 1 5 first john 1 5 he said this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you god is light and in him is no darkness at all that's why when you come to god and you are sick you'll be healed when you come to god and you are broke you will be delivered when you come to God, it doesn't matter the spirits that are working in your background. Once they represent darkness and the light begins to be one, one of the devils will run away and live your life. And so, today, anyone that came here being tormented by demons and demoniacal forces, I declare all those devils, get out of their life in the name of Jesus. The word is light. The word is light. So, when you wake up, read your Bible. You are throwing more light into your life. And then it begins to clear darkness. Somebody said, I came to church, I was owing. But as I began to hear the word, now I've come out of death. I'm in the overflow. That is what the word of God is going to do. So give it access. Give access to the word. Number four, God's word is holy because God is holy. God's word is holy. So you cannot be holy if you don't read the word. You cannot be holy if you don't fellowship with the word. God's word is holy. John 15 verse 3. Says something very powerful. Now, ye are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. Wow! You are clean. So every day as we are hearing the word, we are being cleansed. You see, from Monday to Friday, this world is a dirty place. The whole environment is polluted. Sometimes you run into the airport, you run into a naked woman. You didn't buy that, but that's what you got. Before you see, your eyes are contaminated. Sometimes you are holding your phone. What you want to see is not what you see. Contamination everywhere. So, after you have been contaminated, you come to Ephesians. He said that thou might cleanse them by the washing of water by the way. As you open the Bible and you are reading, you are being cleansed. You are being cleansed. Sometimes those of you who like watching movies, some movies you watch, after that you feel very dirty. My God. But when you can get into the Word, today because of the internet, they give us what we like and what we don't like. So if you don't wash yourself continuously by the Word, you will be a believer. You go to hell. Because you don't only go to heaven because you are born again. You go to heaven because of holiness, righteousness, and sanctification. Holiness, righteousness, and sanctification. There are Christians who live like devils as if they don't know God at all. Christians who are bitter. Christians who kill. Christians who steal. Why? The absence of the word. The absence of the word. The absence of the word. But if you get closer to the word, the holiness of scripture will affect you. First Peter 1 16. If God is holy, then his word is holy because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. But you can never be holy. Now, what happens to you when you are all your friends are drunkards and you normally visit drunkards' services? By the time you come, they've impacted you. You go there, they say, Ah, boy, is the only one 
One bottle you can take. Why? You are not a man. Only a bema. Then they begin to educate to take one. This bema there. One normal three bottles. Before you see, you started with one shot. You have now become a chartered drunkard. Why? Continuous fellowship. The same way, when you fellowship with the word, every iota of darkness, every sin will leave your life because the holiness of scripture will purge you from your iniquity and you will become a holy vessel that is living unto God, sanctified and ready for heaven. God's word has cleansing power. It makes people holy. So wherever the word is not preached, even though people are in church, they live anyhow. Number five, God's word carries power because God is powerful. God's word carries power. There is no need for a Christian to walk in fear. Many Christians, you see them, they are walking in fear because they don't know what the word carries. Some also only theologize the word, but the word is a living something. Don't only know about the word. Let the word be in you. God's word carries power. So if you're a child of God, you got to be powerful. Witches in your family should not dominate you. Never. Circumstances of life should not sit on you. What is the meaning of the word? God's word is powerful. Romans 1 16. I am not ashamed of the gospel. My God here. I am not ashamed for it is the power of God. The good news is the power of God. So it makes you very powerful. And so because you have been receiving the word and the word is coming into you. The witches that kill your grandmother can never put your back on the ground. Because you have the word of God. It is the power of God. It is the power of God. It is the power of God. So anytime you are hearing the word, you are being empowered. You are being empowered to dominate witches and wizards. You are being empowered to dominate negative circumstances of life. You are being empowered. They can't tell you, ah, this curse in our family. Your grandmother died by the curse. Your grandmother died by the curse. Your grandauntie died by the curse. When it is your turn, they say, me, mm-hmm, it's not going to affect me. My case is different. Lift your hand and say, my case is different. I know something greater. I know something better. I know something more powerful. So your relationship with the word empowers you. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power. Now this is the power that works miracles, signs and wonders. No believer should say the days of miracles are over. The Bible is a book of miracles. Everything from the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, is miracles upon miracles upon miracles. God always intervening in the life of his people. You don't serve God for your life to get worse. You serve God for your life to get better. Because there is a power that changes the poor man into a prosperous man. There is a power that can change the failure into a success. The word carries power. That can make the watchman, the next manager, power in the world. It changes people's lives. It changes. It is the power of God unto salvation. And look at Psalm 66 verse 7. I'm talking about the oneness of God and his word. Yes. So if you don't respect the word, you don't respect God. If you don't respect the word. If you read the scripture and you won't do it. And you will not reference the scripture. Being quiet does not mean you respect. Sometimes see people, they are very, very quiet. They can even use me to insult you. He ruled by his power forever. Hey, his eyes behold the nations. Let not the rebellious exalt themselves. 
Today, by the power of God, any power that is trying to rise against you, your family and whatever you stand for, they come down by the power of the word of God. So get more of the word. Fear will leave you. Get more of the word. Poverty will leave. Get more of the word. Failure will leave. It is the power that transforms. The power that changes. The power that transforms. No one ever came into contact with this word and ever remained the same. So all these things mean that you can't know God outside his word because he and the word, they are one. So we need the word of God like never before. Thank God for the printing of Bible. Thank God for different translations. As I'm preaching, they're receiving a sign. No, people are trying, doing everything possible. Every human being, they don't need money. They need the word of God. They need it. Yesterday, I'm preaching to some ghetto guys and I said to them, you see, when I went there, they were eating um, Kanzo, Kanzo. Hefty man. And I say, hey boy, what are you eating and you are not inviting me? They say, man of God, we are eating a more. I say, that's the part that I like. So I'm standing there and I'm talking to them. And then when I finish, I say, okay, I saw a bread. I say, let's buy bread for these guys so that they can. And I said to them, listen, all of you sitting here, your mind is that you need money. But let me tell you, if you don't know God and you get money, money will destroy you. But when I look at your raster and other things you are doing, when you get money, no, your girlfriends will multiply. The drugs will multiply. What you need is no money. Money can produce God, but God can produce money. <laughs> money can produce God, but God can produce money. So you need the word. It is the light that delivers from darkness. John 1 5. The light shineth in darkness. Today, all our men are going crazy. Men want to sleep with men. Women want to sleep with men. Everything that comes into people's mind, they want to do. Why? There is no guidance. The Bible said, Thy word, thy word is a light unto my path. We got to be guided. Now, if everybody just stand up, I'm a man, I want to sleep with a man. The next time, what they are going to do is that if you are moving, somebody says, I feel like slapping you. That's my right. People will move into all kinds of things. But thank God we have the Bible that is giving us direction, that is giving us guidance, and that is showing us what to do. Now hear me, in this world, everywhere you see peace, everywhere you see goodness, they don't mention the Bible, but they are living according to the Bible. All the law systems in the world, they follow this book. They may not give recognition to God, because there is no good outside God. There is no good outside God. And this is the book that teaches us about the goodness of God. So, this Bible delivers us from the darkness and the decadence of the world. Anyone that pays attention to God's word will receive blessings from God. Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 2. If you will hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, eh? don't only also know the word, some people know the word, but the word doesn't know them. When you meet them, they say, oh, man of God, I, every year I read my Bible 23 times, and yet you can't see the Bible inside your life. You can't see the Bible inside your life. You even look at them, you won't find John 3.16. Walking in hatred, walking in bitterness, fighting everywhere. No! The word, if you hack it diligently to the voice of the Lord I God, and to observe and to do. <laughs> the word we preach cannot change you. But the word you do is what changes you. The word you do is what changes you. 
The word we preach may not change you. But when you hear it, do it. Do it. Your situation will change. Are you looking for a change of story? Do it. Bring all the tithing to my storehouse. That is the cardinal law for prosperity. I, I don't believe in tithing. Okay, believe in what you want to believe in. You set the word aside. Your prosperity is set aside. Honor your father and your mother. So your days may be long. I don't care my mama. I don't care my papa. Mama, fuck. That a fuck. Eh? You become the next fuck somebody who eats for lunch. Follow the word. Follow the word. I don't care. I don't in the kingdom you have to care about many things because there is a book that is guiding us and guiding us and guiding us and guiding us. When I was in school, there was this guy who was so sure of chemistry. Now we are going to write chemistry. Friday, somebody has stolen my book. So I needed to sit down and to recapitulate all the things I've learned to go because nobody's going to give you his book. And this my friend was so sure. So we sat in the class. He will not even read the guidelines. He didn't even start to work. He started. He wrote, 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 wrote. Stood up in the middle of the exams. He has finished. People said, my God. What is happening? There is an intellectual trigger not here. When we all finished and we came out. Instead of answering four out of seven in the compulsory question, he started from the ones that are not compulsory and wrote whatever he wants to write. So he answered five out of seven. Now, when they marked the paper, they canceled the better ones because he didn't follow guidelines. And so, God's word. You can run and run and run and still be a failure if you don't run according to the guidelines. May you run your life after the word of God. May you run your life after the word of God. May you run your life after the word of God. Now, when this word is giving its position in your life, seven blessings will come to you. Seven blessings, benefits of the word. I have different kinds of Bible. There is no new Bible I don't have. I have it in different, different, different. I hear a new one. When I went to America, I just saw this one printed. I am um, Amplified Classic. I had it on my app, but I bought one. Different, different, different Bibles. You got to know them. God, that is why you know God through the word. So, seven benefits of the word. What will I get if I spend time reading my Bible? What will I get if I spend time hearing messages by the Bible? Number one, the word brings salvation to sinners. There is no way any sinner can change. To become a saint without the word that is preached. Romans 1.16 I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God bringing salvation. So all of us here are saved through the word. All of us here are saved through the word. Some of you know how you used to be. A word came. I came from some Asantikremu Muslim background somewhere. My grandfather was imam. He was the pastor over the Muslims. He's the one that will shout, ah, everybody's going to gather. But when I check his life, I saw that, Charlie, things are not going well. I better find another Bible. All of them are black books, but let me look for the second black book. Actually, it's the first black book, because it was printed 600 years before the other black book came. So we all diverted to the other side. He began to curse us. His curse never worked. He cursed everybody that left that side to this better side. He cursed us one by one, one by one, one. 
One day I was in school when I heard that my grandfather has been crippled. I carry my Bible. And I went, he was on the floor. And I opened this book. And I read by his stripes. We were here. He said, Could you pray for me? Allah is calling for prayers. And I prayed, and the power of God from the word sat into his body and he stood upon his feet. From that day, <laughs> they say, A man with an experience is not at the mercy of a man with an argument. Oh, no, 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 no. There's a power. So if you think you are coming to waste your time, now let me talk to those who are watching online. Because when you are watching online, you can't pay attention. You better find yourself in the church. You better find yourself in the church. It brings salvation. Labanawa will be somewhere. Washing the washables. But this word came. It got hold of me. And I'm now preaching it around the world. Blessed be your measure. Everyone here who have been saved, lift your hand and say, Father, thank you for the word of salvation. We will have gone to hell if not because of the word. Number two, the word heals from sicknesses and diseases. Understand that the word heals. It brings healing. Matthew 8, 8. Speak the word only and my servant will be healed. If you can read one chapter a day, sickness will be far away from you. Read the Bible. It carries healing virtues. And the centurion said, I'm not ready to come under that. Speak the word only and my servant will be healed. But more importantly, Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 to 22. My son, give attention to the word. You are busy, but give attention. Make time for the word. Incline thy ears unto my sayings. Today, everything is claiming attention. But he said, hey, make time for the word. Let them not depart from thy eyes. So you open the Bible like this, eye to eye. You got to look at the word. Let them not depart from your eye. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. And what? For they are life unto those that find them. And they are health to all their flesh. The word is mapei, mapei, mapei. In the Hebrew, mapei, healing. It's bring healing to those who are sick. I've been diagnosed of kidney failure before. But I'm standing there. I slapped the devil on the double side. It's been 33 years when the doctor said, go home and die. But because of the word, I didn't die. I am still alive. I declare to anybody that is sick, may the word of the Lord bring healing to your body. I command diabetes to disappear from your body. I command migraine to go. I command asthma to go. Let your amen be a receiving amen. You have to respond to the word. Respond to the word. Respond to the word. Many years ago, Ora Robert went to have a healing meeting. And he freaked the meeting. He used to lay hands on people. Sometimes you sit on a chair, 10,000 people lay hands on everybody. And he finished the meeting and he was going. And there was this woman who had problem with her knee. And he said, ah, he didn't reach my turn. The preacher didn't get to me, but I'm going to get to the preacher. So the woman meandered her way into the car park. And he saw Dr. Robert coming. 
He said, Mr. Robert, I don't know your name. But I know you are called Robert. I must be healed today. The man of God said, hmm? Mama, I'm tired. Come and be healed tomorrow. He said, no, I must be healed. He said, I'm tired. I don't have faith to pray for you. I said, I didn't tell you to have faith. You do the speaking. I will do the believing. Do the speaking. You do the praying. I will do the believing. He said, be healed. The woman, Java. See, the word, it bring healing. Luke 5, 17. He was teaching. The doctors of the law were there. The Pharisees and the Sadducees and the professors were there. They've come from every town in Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem, and the power of God was present to heal. What people don't know, you see, it's not that the man of God intentionally said, this is healing service. Whether it's healing service or no healing service, when the word is being preached, healing is taking place. Every pain you brought to church today, you are living without that pain in the name of Jesus. Look at the testimony of one of our footballers. He went to play football, international football, and injured the new camp. And the doctor said, you need surgery. He said, I heard you preaching about the communion and the fact that Jesus heals people. I said, Jesus, will you heal me? Then he had a dream. In the dream, he has come back to church. And people were dancing like we were doing this morning. But he couldn't dance. So somebody said, why are you not dancing? Suddenly, he saw six nurses coming in the dream. Holding golden flags. He asked them, what are you coming to say? We are coming to work on your leg. They opened the flag in a vision. Something like honey. Another one carrying something. They took that to the papa, 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 this is some injection. And when they finished, they said, we have finished. In seconds, go home, take painkiller, and drink communion, you'll be all right. This boy wake up. The new cap that did the surgery has been completely healed. The power of God. The power of God. Lift your hands and believe in miracles. Ah, you can't believe this book without the miracles. And it is the miracles of the Bible that make it different from Encyclopedia Britannica. The miracles in the Bible. It makes it different from Oxford Dictionary. It makes it different from the Quran. Makes it different from Hare Krishna book. Makes it different from whatever transcendental meditation. It makes it different from Scientology. The miracles in the Bible. I got here. Somebody just got healed. Somebody just got healed. Somebody just got healed. Somebody just got healed. He was preaching and the power was present to heal. So when you are sick, don't move away from church. Go to church. Expose yourself to the word. Expose yourself. Many people, when they are sick, they are looking for sympathy. Joe boy, I heard that you were not feeling well last week. So I bought you Lucas and Milo. Is that the reason why you are sick? And they start fighting people. When I was in the hospital, he didn't come to look for me. In the first place, you are not supposed to be there. That is not your place. Nobody spends holidays in the hospital. So stop inviting people. Get to the word. Build your faith. Build your faith. And you come out of the hospital in no time. Build your faith and you come out. You know, a man had this cancer and he been in this hospital. How many years was a man there? Over two years. Can you imagine somebody in hospital over two years? He is there. His wife come to visit. Maybe he's sitting down there. Then he hears the word on the television, the radio. And then from that hospital, every Sunday he sends a tithe. 
somebody in the hospital. He had a very complex situation also. Gradually, gradually, this was the nurse. Everybody expecting this man to die of a very dangerous, incurable disease. Every day he's hearing the word, buy book for me, give me that, give me that. To the shame of the devil, the man is out of the hospital. After two years. Healing. Number three, the word is the sword of the spirit that gives us victory in battles. We are fighting all kinds of battles. You better get hold of the word. Somebody sleeps in the night. Arrow. Pew, pew. Different kind of arrows. Satan attacking us. But in Matthew chapter 4 verse 1 to 11, we saw Jesus defeating the enemy with this word. It is written. Anytime the devil attacks, it is written. So if you don't know what is written, you cannot tap into your inheritance. He said, no weapon that fashion against me shall prosper. Ha! And every tongue that rises against me shall be condemned. There is no divination or enchantment against the house of Jacob. Whoa! Somebody carry you to Juju. The Juju will backfire on them. Somebody carry your picture to a shrine. Whoa! The picture will catch fire. The shrine will catch fire. The Juju man will also catch fire. The word of God is the sword of the spirit. Don't let the devil kill you before your time and claim the victory. You are going to live up to your full age in the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says it is written. It is written. It is written. Verse 11 says, and the devil left him. May every demon live your life alone. May every devil leave your family alone. May every devil leave you alone. It is the sword of the spirit that causes us to have victory over Satan. Number four, the word engenders breakthrough. Breakthrough. When your life is stagnated and you don't know what to do, Luke chapter 5, verse 5 to 7, from verse 1, Peter has toiled all night. He caught nothing. And then Jesus spoke a word. He said, launch out into the deep. Woo! By the word of the Lord. He says, sir, you don't look like a fisherman, but, 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 I will not have done what you are telling me to do. But by the way, at your word, I will launch out into the deep. And the Bible says, when they launch out, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and the net began to break. The people that have nothing to eat came to a breakthrough point. Today, I decree over your business, I decree over your finances, I decree over your life. Wherever you are breaking down, may you begin to break through, break through, break through, break through the word. Somebody will leave this service and the mess you brought to church will be turned into a miracle. Break through. Breakthrough. The word gives people breakthrough. Breakthrough. All kinds of breakthrough. That gentleman said, I don't have a, a pastor. You know, when I finished school in my family, nobody has ever gone to school. And then I wanted to go to the tertiary. Somebody gave me a link. I filled the form. How will you be able to pay even money to fill the form they didn't have? And then he now goes to the administration. I wanted that guy to share his testimony to the amazing testimony. He gets to the administration block and whoever is in charge said, ah, you came here last week. He said, no, I've not been here. Shut up. You came here last week. You came here last week and I told you to go and come back. Give me your papers. The boy said, this is the first time I'm coming. He said, doesn't matter. Give me the paper. Do you need scholarship? He said, today students who are standing here, they are writing scholarship exams. Will you like to write? He said, madam, I didn't prepare. Will you like to write? He said, okay, I, I will write. 
they handed to him the exam question. He opened it. All the answer. The, there is another booklet in the, all the questions have been answered. Ah. So he gave it back to the man and said, Sir, there are answers on my sheet. He said, I can't see any answers. So I'm to Then they call another letter. He said, hey, Please, oh, there is something wrong with my paper. The answers are here. They look like, Hey, boys, sit down and write. There's no, that we can't see any answer. He's the only one who saw it. He sat down and wrote, He got 100, 100, 100, 100, 100. <laughs> Somebody shall breakthrough. I don't care what is stopping you in life. Today, your breakthrough shall be delivered. They gave him instant scholarship. Breakthrough. Another time he paid some of the school fees, he couldn't pay. He said, God of breakthrough, God of Holy Hill, visit me. He was just coming out of the lecture hall. A man called him from behind. Hey, boy, what's your name? He mentions, I've heard about you. Do you have any financial problem? Will you not be happy if anybody asks that, that type of question? In Ghana here, if you ask that question, everybody's hand will be up. Do you have a financial problem? He said, level 100, I didn't finish paying. No, level 200, he said, don't worry, give me your name and your phone number. Next morning, he was in class. He got a message. All your school fees have been fully paid. <laughs> Including his roommate who came to squat. Who is also suffering school fees? The breakthrough happened like chicken pox. Very contagious. To that decree over your life. You will not only break through, your whole family will break through. Your children will break through. The breakthrough coming upon you today will affect your husband, your wife, your children, your company. The breakthrough happened. Mama, like joke, like joke, like joke. This boy graduated a few weeks ago with 5.5 GPA. Wow. We have all been to school. We are struggling around 3, 3.5. He didn't get 4. 5.5. Outrageous. Outrageous. So don't come to church and cry. You have come to a breakthrough center. How do you come to church and you don't expect your life to be better? What kind of faith is that? What kind of expectation is that? Jesus makes all things well. He never allows people to cry. Anybody that can cheer up, fear up, ask yourself, why is he saying that? Because he is the change of story specialist. When you encounter him, your story will change. I pray for everybody in your family who is not doing well academically. Based on this testimony, I declare academic breakthrough in the other direction. Peter got his business breakthrough by the word. Number six, the word enriches and makes wealthy. The word prospers people. Do they wonder why people hate the church when we start to prosper? They won't say anything about the church until money starts coming. You can heal the sick. They don't care about you. And you can do whatever. Don't prosper because they like money. But they've forgotten that our father is the one who owns money. Very soon, there will not be one poor person in the church anymore. <laughs> Pastor, what are you talking about? Read the book of Acts chapter 4. The Bible said nobody ever lack. How I wish we would read the Bible and say, Lord, do what we see in the Bible. Today we are living outside. Outside the scriptures. There was nobody who was lacking. God's word prospers people. Why? Sin is the reason for deficiency. Righteousness must be the reason for abundance. Psalm 112. 
verse 1 to 3. Now look at it. Look at it. Me, I want to follow the Bible. It's not what somebody's saying. Once I see it in the Bible, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man that feared God. Now look at the next way. That delight greatly in his commandment. The word. If your delight is in the word. If you delight. You have appetite. The way you have appetite for KFC. Appetite for Jalof. Appetite for Ima. You can't go to your office without passing by the watch church. My God here. If you can have that same appetite for the word. The Bible said he delight greatly in his commandment. Look at the effect. Now follow me. Don't choose poverty. It's not for you. His seed shall become mighty. His children will not become vagabond. They will become mighty, mighty on the land. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. What blessing? The blessing of Abraham. Now what is the effect? Verse 3. Hmm? Wealth and riches. Is it in your Bible? Everybody read what it on the Bible. Say wealth and riches. Many Christians, when they get to water, their mouth cannot open. But today, I open your mouth. Everybody say, wealth and riches shall be in his house. Look at it. Now talk to yourself. It's going to be in my house. Anyone listening to preach, say, wealth and riches will be in my house. Yes. We are not beggars. We are distributors. Today, any spirit of poverty following you, because you have come to God's changing manufacturing center. I cast poverty out of your family. Those of you in debt, I command your debt to be supernaturally cancer. This is all that I know from the Bible. Nobody can tell me anything. He said, if you fear God and you delight. So when I wake up, I'm reading my Bible. Now, most of the time, by the time I'm finished reading my Bible, I open my money. Cha, 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 cha. See, you don't read your Bible with that mentality. You are reading to find stories, but we are reading to find mysteries. There are two ways of reading the Bible. Some want to know the stories of the Bible. Others want to find the mysteries of the Bible. From today, anytime you open your Bible, may God show you mysteries and mysteries and mysteries and revelation. Is that not the prayer Paul prayed for the church? Eh? He said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, eh? he should enlighten the eyes of your understanding. You are not seeing Hebrew words. You are not seeing Greek words. You are seeing the living words coming to change your story. Everyone hearing me, this week good news is coming into your heart. The word enriches people. It makes them rich. We have Bibles to print. We have churches to build. Don't sit in the church and carry poverty mentality. It's not going to help us. Yes. Ishmael was the rejected son of Abraham. Look at him, oil rich. We are the accepted sons. Why are we broke? Well, we will not accept where scripture has put us. From today, may poverty dry out of your family, dry out of your life, dry out of your company, dry out of your church. Somebody shout, the word. the word! It enriches. Now, is it not written in your Bible? You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the word. Though. Even though he was rich, yet he became poor for your sake. Then through his poverty, you might be rich. Boy, I'm blessed. Amen. Open your mouth and say, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. What you say is what you get. Somebody shout, I'm blessed. 
Number six, the word makes you wise. You don't take stupid decisions. When the word of God. You see some young people, the reason why they couldn't buy a house or build a house, girlfriends have they've eaten all their money. Some are even in church. They have girlfriends. Except you were born yesterday, you say what the pastor said is not true. Some are in church, they are chilling babies. They still go to disco, spend their money. The prodigal son was in his father's house, but he was a disco boy. There will not be any disco boy in this church in the name of Jesus. Second Timothy 3 15. Eh? <laughs> that from a child. Thank God I went to Sunday school very early in my life. How many of you went to Sunday school when you were young? Can you clap your hands for your teachers and the band? Yeah. When I was in the second days, there were many beautiful girls, but they couldn't lay me down. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, my friends, they used to ask me, Bemba, so will you ever marry? I said, wait, when the time comes. I had girls giving me scholarship. Hey. A lot of, I rejected all of them. At one time in my life, two girls with HIV virus gave me scholarship. I didn't know they had HIV until they died. They have died, so I can't mention their name. Uiswa and Dockers. Yes. And they gave me the scholarship in church. I rejected the scholarship. You know why? It's not because I'm a good boy. The word. When I was young. They implanted the word inside. So I've already built airbags. When the guy is about to get us, then the word. I'm covered. Give the Lord a clap of him. The word makes you wise. After Owusuwa proposed to me in the restaurant in circle here. He was an administrator. I was a student, so I needed money. But the word will not allow me. I was wiser than money. Few years later, the lady died. And the other one died. Where would I have been? Double HIV. <laughs> Dead and buried and gone. You see, you don't know what God's word is doing to you. You may think we are just reading scripture. He said, that from a child. The word has made you wise. Now I'm talking to men who are wise. Ladies who are wise. Husbands who are wise. Celebrate the word of God. This is study to show yourself approved. And that from a child. Thou has known the holy scriptures. Which are able to make thee wise. Unto salvation through faith. Friend of mine said we should go to disco. I said, I'm not a disco, but I'm a church boy. He went to disco Friday night. He was dancing. Fire will burn you. Somebody took his American car. He removed his shoe. He hit the guy. The guy took Coca-Cola bottle. Hit him. Bam. He came home. He said, hey boy, I'm going to fight some fight. Bam. The way I beat the guy. Three days later, he fell down in the middle of the house and died. Why I didn't go to the disco? The word that from a child. Thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. Parents, expose your children to the Bible. Expo- remove the cartoons. Remove the phones. Remove the cartoons. Oh. 
and give them the Bible. Today, when parents are happy, they are busy, they give their phone to children. They don't care what the child Once the child is busy watching all kinds of things, may the Lord have mercy on our generation. Number seven, the word sanctifies the believer to make heaven. Your greatest desire is to make heaven. Me, I don't have any other plan on earth. People, people have plans. They want to become something, something, something. I just want to make it to heaven. If I don't even become anything. Yesterday, somebody came to me. He showed me my mansion in heaven. A man of God went to heaven. He came to me yesterday. He said, hey, what I saw that God has built for you. I said, boy, you have encouraged me. I'm going back into the ghettos, my God. And I asked him, how was it like? He said, your own is not a house. It's like a mini city. They are still building it. I said, boy, let them go until it. May the Lord build you a mini city. A mini city. Look at today. Small Alajo that you are squatting somewhere. They won't allow you to be free. Why don't you focus on heaven? The word of God sanctifies you to make heaven. John 17, 17. Sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. Look at it. You can't make it up without a word. It brings sanctification. In Hebrews 12, 14. Follow peace with all men. And holiness without which no man. So the word is a cleanser. It cleanses us from sin. It cleanses us from sin. So finally, how do I get hold of the word? Tell your friend, you will make heaven in a grand star. Many started well. They didn't end well. Why? Departed from the word. How do I get hold of the word? Colossians 3.16 says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. Let the word dwell in you richly. So number one, make time to read and study the word. Make time to read and study the word. 1 Timothy 4.13 1 Timothy 4.13 Till I come, give attendance to reading. <laughs> give attendance to reading. Take time to read. 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show yourself approved. Unto God, not unto people. Unto God. God wanted to be a man and a woman of the word. Number two, meditate on the word. Meditate. Joshua 1.8 This book of the Lord shall not depart out of the man. Thou shalt meditate therein and observe to do. And as you do that, you become prosperous. Your story changes. You become success. Not just success. A good success. I know where I'm coming from and where the Lord is taking me. And I've not ended. Because I'm still engaging. Engaging the word big time. Engaging the word big time. So I'm not stopping anywhere. Meditate on the word. Meditate. Psalm 119 verse 98. Oh. Thou through thy commandment has made me wiser than my enemies. You see? So through the word. As you are meditating. Wisdom is coming. Wisdom is coming. In Proverbs they say, do not wisdom cry. Wisdom is the reason for long life. Wisdom is the reason for prosperity. So when you meditate, you get wisdom. Number three, pray for insight into the word. When you pick your Bible, Holy Ghost, show me. Show me, show me prayer. Will make you loaded with the word. Psalm 119 verse 18. Open down my eye. 
that I may see wondrous things. The world is full of wonders. So it's not just stories and history. I might see wonderful things. Open down my eye that I may behold wondrous things. There is wonders in the world. Ah. Somebody who drive a car, he will not buy. It will be a wonder to you. There are wonders in the world. Some people take communion, they're just drinking a spiritual. Another person drinks communion and he has short blood and his blood comes up. Revelation. Revelation. Open my eye. Father, in the name of Jesus. You begin to read John chapter 1. The same place you have been reading and reading. Boom. Boom. Then it brings you to what we call the aha moment. Aha. Aha. You have seen something. The aha moment comes when you pray. Ephesians 1 16. Eh? I see not to make mention of you in my prayer. What, what is he praying about? Eh? Verse 17, what is he praying about? Eh? He's praying that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. Revelation. Revelation in the knowledge of him. Revelation. Verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding. So when you pick your Bible. Now listen, all your blessings are inside the book. Don't read it casually. Read it and look for revelation. What I saw in my Bible. Thou shalt not borrow. I said, whoa. My class teacher taught me how to borrow at class five. At class five, I was owing Gatti cake. I have all my certificates. I said my class five certificate because my teacher said, if you don't pay, you won't owe. He has taken the certificate up to today. That's the only certificate I don't have. And I read Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. You shall learn. You shall not borrow. Whoa. The thing hit me. Boom. Today when I'm there, banks are writing letters to me. Come for this. Come for this. I've already gone for something else. You don't know what I've eaten. It has helped me. So since we started the church, the church has never borrowed. I have never borrowed. The church is debt free. Everything we buy, everything belongs to us. Nobody is waiting to be paid. Nobody is calling anybody. We bring policemen here. I will still be preaching. I will not shake. I will not move. Debt free. Revelation. But the people I came to meet, they were just borrowing, borrowing, borrowing. But I'm dead free. I saw something in the Bible. Revelation. Number four, listening to the word, messages. Today, by the grace of God, me, my phone, you, I don't, it doesn't have any nonsense on the phone. Only preaching, I load it on it. I load it. When I'm sleeping, I'm listening to preaching. When I'm walking, I'm listening to preaching. Before, before, my wife used to say, the one you know who now she has joined me. Anytime I see her, there is a phone in her hand. Listening to preaching. Even in the bathroom. Why? Let the word of God dwell in you. This 15 minutes, 15 minutes will not help you. This 15 minutes will not change you. So listen. Ezekiel 2-2. The spirit entered into me. As he speak. Faith cometh by hearing. Romans 10-17. So today, we have it on video whatever listen to it get messages podcast is free listen you are in your car going to work listen you're cooking food listen you are busy listen especially when you are praying you pray in tongues you can listen to message at the same time so once you are praying in tongues your spirit is praying your mind is listening before you see you are loaded and loaded and finally preach the word preach it our world is getting destroyed preach it Anything you preach, you get to know. Because you see, preaching is distribution. Anything you give, you don't lack. Anything you keep, you lack. So preach it. Preach the word of God. And it will change this rotten world. Send us around the world. 
with the good news of your saving power finally what is the responsibility of the church towards the world today is bible society day three things every believer must do concerning the bible psalm 68 verse 11 the lord gave the word great was the company of them that published it we must sponsor the printing of the word number one everybody's money i thank god i think that in ag there's some levy that we pay and i've seen bible society today but it's not enough it's not enough individuals must also go in the church is doing it individuals must also go in yes when i used to be young we used to write letters for bibles and they would drop it in the letter but we used to think god is in heaven dropping bibles down not knowing that it's not true some white people people like henry Hens, william colgate committed millions and millions of dollars and african boys were receiving free bible and some were even selling it after receiving it may the lord have mercy on our soul we must sponsor the printing of the bible number two we must sponsor translation of the word a man that translated the bible william Tandell, they bent him alive so ordinary people can read he died Today we even have the Bible, we are not reading it. So I think what Bible society is trying to do now, they want to translate to sign language so that those who are deaf can read. Not everybody can believe God for a miracle. So we need to find a way to help them. That's why hospitals are important. Some people can believe. Even in Jesus' days, Judas didn't believe. He was in his Bible school for three and a half years. No matter how we preach, some people, their faith will not work. So let's give them something they can flow it. Somebody shout amen here. Number three, we must sponsor free distribution of the Bible. I used to say when the gospel got to Africa, we started selling it. But those that brought out the gospel, they gave it to us for free. And I'm always challenging my friends who go to abroad to don't go there and look for money, look for the gospel. Today, Europe has become an anti-Christian nation. They are even trying to stop the Bible. It's time for us. Eh? It's time for us to send the Bible. Sponsor printing, sponsor translation, sponsor the free distribution. King James of England commissioned the modern English translation in 1604. Put some people together, 47 in number. Divided into six sections. They call them six panels of translators, educated men. Say translate the Bible to modern English so people can read. But we were told that the Bible is whatever sacred language. Only few people were reading 1604 by 1611 the first english bible sponsored by king james was printed went all over england some people think that the king james bible is god's bible and the english in king james is god's english you are not wrong <laughs> because it was widely distributed so the dd thou thou that's not god's language in heaven please you may not like that one but because it was sponsored it went wow there are people who can buy the word they need to get it for free may they not touch your heart oh. may you be a promoter of the word of god because without the word our world will be destroyed today lift up your hands to the lord thank him for his word i don't need to pray for you something has happened i see some demons leaving people i see sicknesses that dissipated some of you, when you are what out of the breakthrough is waiting for you outside. Why? The word has been preached. Lift your hands and thank you.
Go down my steps, steps in your words, Lord. Teach me, guide me every day. Send your anointing, Father. I pray. Miracles are happening everywhere. All the my steps in your word. Please order my steps in your word. Order my steps, come on. Order my steps. Someone's story is changing. Give attention to the world. Read it. Every day. Send your anointing. your hands to the altar. Father, in the name of Jesus, let this week be a week of testimony for everyone. I've sown the seed of the word. Let the word germinate and bring harvest of miracles. I command the pain in your body to go. I command poverty to leave. Every ugly situation that came to church is turning into a miracle. May all the seven benefits of the word begin in your life. May you be saved. May you be healed. May you receive wisdom. May you receive breakthrough. May you receive your prosperity. You will testify after 24 hours. In the mighty name of Jesus. Greet somebody and shout and say, it's working in my life. The word is working in my life. Take your offering. Touch me bless you we honor you in the name of the lord jesus we pray with thanksgiving amen there are some people here you are not born again you got to give your life to jesus the events that are happening in israel shows that the rapture is very very close 
now they are starting talking about Israel joining treaty with the Arab nations this week they've, they've, they've gone into this thing with Saudi Arabia it's something that was impossible and about five or six Arab nations are joining Israel the Bible says when they shall say peace and safety then sudden destruction come you are here you have heard the word you are not safe if you die today you will not make it to heaven the word has come to you you want to say pastor pray for me I want to be born again today some are also backsliding. they used to go to church now they have become social commentators criticizing in the church no leave everybody alone to serve God leave everybody to hear the word and do you think about your salvation for what shall we profit a man if he gives the whole world and loses salvation you are here you are not born again somebody invited you or you came by yourself I want you to stand on your feet right now and receive Jesus into your heart quickly quickly stand on your feet you are not born again you don't know Jesus God bless you brother God bless you come to me here come quickly come quickly you want to be saved do it quickly and do it fast a little delay the rapture can come right now a little delay a little delay ushers look out for them look out for them you are not born again you want to be saved stand on your feet come to the altar quickly 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 god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you god bless oh keep on clapping and encouraging this is why we are here this is the reason for all the bibles and everything oh my god my god lift your hands lift your hands lift your hands Say Jesus, Jesus. Thank you for coming thank to die you for, for me. coming to die for I receive you. I receive you as my Lord, as my Lord and personal Savior. Personal Savior. Lord, Lord. Thank you, thank you for causing Jesus to come to for die. Causing Jesus to come to die. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I open my heart. I open my heart. I receive you into I my heart. I receive you into my heart today. Today, I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fill me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe your needs were met and every word kept you in closer fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Want more? Find us on Facebook by searching Holy Hill Chapel AG or Reverend Kodjo Boatendempa. Or you can join our Supernatural Generation family. You can also subscribe on YouTube by searching Kodjo Boatendempa for our video messages to further boost your faith. We look forward to hearing your testimony through any of our social media handles on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.